Hey folks, welcome to Close the Deal, a podcast designed for you, our valued dealers. I'm Jake Watson, your moderator, SVP of Marketing. We've got Max here with us today. Max? I'm Max Ubrick. I'm uh, the Director of Partnerships here at Simply Group. We've given Rich and Nish the day off. Super excited for this episode. We've also got Matthew Reed in here from Equipco to talk about Equipco and sales rep agencies generally. We're going to talk about emerging technology and electrification. Matthew, how you doing? Thanks for coming in. I'm doing super good. Thanks. Thanks for uh, having me. And it's uh, really exciting to be doing another podcast. This one is a lot more professional than the ones I normally do. It's not done in, in some guy's basement. So this is going to yeah. need. Nice. That's hilarious. That's funny. So maybe we'll just start off with a little bit about what Equipco does. You know, what do you guys do? All right. So company I work for called Equipco. We've been in business for 40 years. This is actually our 40th uh, anniversary year. Yeah, we're doing a, a big celebration. Congrats, yeah. Thank you very much. Invited. <laughs> Absolutely, you're invited. In fact, <laughs> nice. if, if you don't show up, we should do a live to air. Live. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we do a live to air there. Live yeah. to air from uh, Equipco. <laughs> um, so we're a manufacturer's rep agency. And what we are is essentially this. Um, manufacturers of products, you know, they can either hire their own sales team to go out, feed on the street, promote the product, do sales, technical support, training, all that stuff, or they can hire an agency. And the agency is we're a group of people. Usually there's a lot more of us than there will be of a factory direct rep. So it means that a, a manufacturer can have more feet on the street, more people out there doing promoting, trainings, technical services, like everything you want to know about individual products. And the best part about it is that for the contractor side, we don't cost a thing. Right. We're 100% free. We just want to be engaged and involved to make sure that the product gets installed correctly. And more importantly, the contractor has all the information they could possibly want. Cool. That's what we really want to make sure that we get done. Cool. So like... So the manufacturer can focus on manufacturing right. and they kind of bring you on to, to help with the sales aspect. Yeah. And, we'll, and another you know, side of that is working directly with contractors on various lines. Um, we can take information back from the field. Like one of the lines that we represent is Bradford White. Right. And let's just say a contractor says to us, like, man, I'd really like this drain valve to be 45 degrees on the other side of the tank, which this is a true story. Okay. And we're like, why is that? And he's like, well, when I put it in a corner, I can't drain it with the drain valve where it is. So we took that information back to the factory. Within a year, it was changed. That drain valve was moved. And it's that sort of information that makes yeah. manufacturers more advanced and stronger, faster in the industry. They can really take that information from the field, put it directly into their products. And that's, that's what we do. Cool. What about, uh, hey, uh, the cost of the equipment is too expensive. Did you guys? Bring that back to the OEM also? <laughs> you know, the cost of the equipment. Water heaters this past few years. Holy moly, water heaters mm -hmm. the past few years. Yeah, I get it. It has, uh, it's gone a little nuts. I mean, look, the, the, the price of a piece of equipment is going to be the price. That's yeah. There's really nothing much that we can do with that. But one thing we can do is feed that back to the industry and be like, okay, this tank, for example, on water heaters is too expensive. So what are other options? Do mm -hmm. we look at now is a tankless, a more uh, advantageous option for everyone with regards to the price point? Or is it even taking it to that next level where we're even doing point of use electric water heaters to really like fine tune the needs of the homeowners and right. the cost that they require? Right. And as an agency, we're here to bring all those uh, opportunities and offers onto the table for the contractor and the homeowner. Do you find contractors coming to you, like asking you questions about like all of the different specs and like what product should I be using for this scenario? Does it get that technical or? 100% yeah. all day, every day. A lot of the work that I do with the company is actually with the engineering side of things. Mm -hmm. So an engineer will call and be like, okay, I need uh, um, heat or hot water for 
a condo tower, a hospital, a someone's house, you know, and we, again, give them all the options and try to make the best decisions that uh, that we all can based on the needs that we know the homeowner, the building or the condo is going to going to have. Right. And I, I didn't uh, I didn't mention your title earlier. Uh, my mistake. So technical consultant and trainer. So I think that that gets it across. Right. So you're obviously providing technical information to the field. Uh, you're training them on the different products that they're using. So really, if they have any questions, they're coming to you. Absolutely. Yeah. So with regards to the technical consultation, that is with regards to primarily sizing. If there's anything that I've learned in my 21 years in the industry, we oversize 90% of all the equipment that goes out there right. at, at least. Right. Um, and then for the training lead, we can teach folks how to install pieces properly the first time our callbacks get, get cut by two thirds. Right. So if you know how to install it and size it right, and you can install it properly and then turn it on correctly, yeah. all these problems go away. And again, we're a free service. Yeah. We just call us. Right. Most of the time we answer our phone, depending on what pops up on the caller ID, Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Max. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We, we're... It's we're time, it's, I have a hard time getting all the... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now it makes sense. Now, now it makes sense. But no, we, we are just, we're just here to help. Yeah. And so what are the different brands you represent? What is it, who does Equipco represent? So we represent a, uh, a lot of different partners, you know, coast to coast, and then some in, in, by individual province. Yeah. Um, Equipco is one of the only coast to coast representatives uh, for manufacturer sales agencies. Cool. So one of the couple of the lines we represent here in Ontario that folks will be familiar with, such as Bradford White Water Heaters. Right. So, you know, we have the residential, commercial, new home construction, tankless, and the heat pump water heater. We recently took on GE, which is a, uh, a higher company, mm -hmm. General Electric Utility Products. You know, you got your ductless splits, your furnaces, air conditioners, water softeners. That's been a huge product for us in the last little bit. And then, you know, kind of sticking in that electrical window is also Thermo 2000, which they're electric heat source units. So the boilers that they make are strictly powered by electricity. And what we've noticed is that, you know, in Quebec, electric has been on the rise for years and years, same as in the Maritimes, but in Ontario, we're really afraid of electric heat, mm -hmm. but that's not so much true anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, the price of electricity has gone up, but so is the price of natural gas and the price of propane is right. wild. Yeah. So a, a lot of those lines are really starting to, you know, shine a little bit more mm -hmm. now that there's a lot of different hybrid systems going out there. And as we look at different fuel sources that we need to utilize out there in the industry, we're really kind of seeing a, a big rise in the rise of electric and of uh, specialty products. Cool. And what does Equipco do better than anybody else? Better than your competitors? What you know? What do you guys do that that nobody else does? Technical consulting. <laughs> I, I is, like, that gonna, is that going to get me answered? That's going to get you a gold yes. star. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. uh, look, if you want to know what Equipco does better than anybody else, we hire mm. extremely good. Mm -hmm. We find the the highest level talent that we can. Uh, sometimes we find them green, but we know they have potential. But yeah, we, we want to surround ourselves with the best people in the industry. Right. We only represent, you know, people that we truly believe in and the highest quality products. So they deserve the best sort of agency that they can, you know, invest in. Right. And that's really what we want to be. So we hire the best, we bring the best to the table. And we also drive a tremendous amount. My 407 bill is abhorrent. <laughs> you, you don't want to know. It's 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 crazy. You guys are in London or St. Thomas is your head office is in London, Ontario. Yeah, yeah and we do stock uh, a couple of pieces there. That's where the main central hub for stocking different products like uh, Triangle Tube. So the, the borders and parts. You're a mix of a of a stocking uh, rep agency, but also a sales rep agency? Like, what's the difference? Yeah, so the sales agency is going to work in one of two ways. Either it's going to be just a commission only, meaning that for every box from a manufacturer that moves through the doors of a distributor to a contractor, 
you get a commission off that. You get your nickel. Um, the other side, by being a stocking representative partner, is that you're you're still usually working off of a commission base, but you're bringing the inventory local to make it even easier for your wholesale partners and contractor partners to get it that much faster. It, it's, it's funny, you know, there was a study done with regards to homeowners and what they will allow with regards to heat, hot water, and air conditioning. They will go seven days without heat. They will go um, about four or five days without AC, and they'll go 24 hours without hot water. Yeah, wow. Which is crazy, because yeah. there's only one thing that's going to kill you out of those three <laughs> yeah, things, right. and that's, that's heat. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. homeowners yeah. want what they want. Yeah, we, yeah. we do our best to make sure that they get that. I know exactly how long ago it was. It was, it was uh, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living with my then-girlfriend, now wife. I oh. want to make sure that everyone says she... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I did mar- marry this girl. We were renting a house in King City, Ontario, and the f- house that we lived in had an oil furnace and an oil hot water tank. And it was, um, the, the power venture went down and we lost heat and hot water. And I told her, it's like, you and I are going to live like common people for a bit here. And I'm going to call <laughs> a contractor to fix this and see how long it takes. And she let me let the house go without heat and hot water for, I think it was 11 days. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> this wow. is, and it was in February. Oh my God. <laughs> but wow. I had to see what it was like. Like, yeah. what is it like to be without heat and hot water? And it's awful. Yeah. Awful. It, it, it is the worst, but. Yeah. You didn't call one of the contractors in our network, right? It yeah. was funny. They would have they would have been there right away. That's right. The, the, the simply would take care of it instantly. And it was yeah. funny, you know, because the contractor that was called, um, he's like, yeah, the parts on order is going to come up from the States. Of course, I made a call to a friend and I'm like, you got this thing in stock? And he's like, yep. <laughs> wow and then she fell in love with you and then, That's she, right. and then, and, you go, and, yeah. and then she married me. <laughs> maybe we can kind of switch gears here a little bit and talk about some of the uh things that you're seeing around emerging technology yeah, yeah. so number one with the bullet is heat pumps right uh, the, heat, the heat pumps industry in this market is up by you know about 150 percent it's yeah. just wow. just Oh, it's it's crazy, and in Ontario reason, specifically, or just across Canada? Across Canada, yeah. I mean, on Ontario is seeing the largest climb. We also have the largest population of any yeah. of the provinces, so um, there's a lot of work to be done there. But it's it's become really really interesting because we've come from an entire population that you know five years ago the idea of using a heat pump to heat your house you're mm-hmm. like well that can't be done mm-hmm. that it cannot be done it's impossible mm-hmm. and then you know a week and a half ago we woke up and it's like absolutely we can do that yeah. now heat pump technology has come a long way the problem that we're going to have is this contractors have been told for the last 20 years you can't heat a home with a heat pump right and now we're going back to them today and saying yes you can right and here's how yeah the 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 things that there are a lot of that they're afraid about is you know they're afraid of the costs of it and they're afraid of the operations of it. Mm-hmm. The thing to keep in mind is that every single person that you know, every single person that you know, already has a heat pump in their house. You want to take a guess what it is? It I is. know the answer. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I've heard this one before. It's your refrigerator. Yes. Oh right, right. Your your refrigerator is a heat pump. So <laughs> the technology is there, and we know that it works, and we're one hundred percent confident with it being in our house. We're just a little nervous of it being the central heat point for our house. Right. So in a nutshell, just real quick, you know, heat pumps work essentially by we're not creating heat, we're moving heat. Right. And there's always heat and ambient air until you get to absolute zero minus 250 degrees uh, centigrade, which mm-hmm. luckily that only happens in Winnipeg. So, <laughs> yeah. so in Ontario, yeah. even in the coldest day of February, we can still pull heat from the ambient air. And by moving the heat outside to inside in a much more efficient way with better compressor technologies and like base pan heaters and stuff, you can heat your home comfortably year round with a heat pump with the exception of about maybe 
five to 10 days a year mm -hmm. that you need a bit of a backup. And that's because it's so cold outside? Is that or is Yeah, that, that, that yeah. is correct. It's yeah. not that the heat pump won't still make heat. It, right. it still will. Yeah. It's just you you need to size heat pumps primarily for their main job, mm -hmm. which is an, an air conditioner. Okay. That's that's their main role. Mm -hmm. What they duplicate is that when they turn into a heat pump side of thing, all we're doing is just we're, we're just changing that cycle around back right. to front. Right. But because of where we live, yeah. our heat load is usually larger than our AC load. So right. we size it for the AC so that that works properly. Mm -hmm. And then for the heating side, we need to subsidize it with a little bit of something. Right. Usually it's a fireplace or natural gas. For the contractors that, that are listening, we've only got natural gas for a couple more years now. Yeah. Whether you believe that or don't believe that, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We we are going to be, sure. it's not going to go away, but it's going to get priced out of the market. It'll be left to the commercial side. Commercial mm -hmm. is still going to have natural gas for like uh, snow melts, commercial snow melts and like big industrial reasons, stuff like that. But we're going to need to find alternatives to natural gas. And the only way that, as far as I'm concerned, that we can do that here, especially in Ontario and throughout the rest of the provinces in Canada, is going to be through hybrid systems, primarily based on a heat pump and then something else to subsidize. So what about, like I'm thinking from a consumer's perspective, like, so how do you move the heat around a home with a heat pump like you do with like, you know, forced air today? Yeah. You know what? The easiest way to do it is the exact same way. You hook it up to your existing ductwork mm -hmm. through an air handler system mm -hmm. and just let the heat g go through your vents. Mm -hmm. The other option, which is technically more efficient, is to use uh, what's called ductless splits. Mm -hmm. um, one of the lines I represent, GE Hire, they've got an incredibly good line of the uh, cold climate air source heat pumps. They're called CCASHPs. They qualify for the Greener Homes Rebate Grant, mm -hmm. up to $5,000 for multi-heads or $5,000 for the whole home system. The ductless splits are more efficient because we can get more surface area on the outside coil and there's more heads on the inside, so it distributes the heat evenly. Right. Um, with whole home ones, um, you're not getting quite as much heat pushed out of them, again, because the size of the outdoor unit and the size of the indoor coil, that kind of maxes out. Right. But if you can give me enough surface area, yeah. well, I can give you a heat pump. If, if big, big if, if you can give me enough surface area, I can give you a heat pump that'll heat a condo tower, no problem. Right. Interesting. Huh. Like a single heat pump? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's all about surface area. Mm -hmm. The thing with, like, refrigerants, first of all, refrigerants are tricky little devils. Mm -hmm. They operate like nothing else on this planet. They boil at extremely low temperatures, and what they do is they absorb heat. Mm -hmm. Once they absorb it, they then have it, and you can put it somewhere. Right. When you think about it, we technically haven't invented a way to cool. Mm -hmm. We haven't. All we've invented is really ways to remove heat and mm -hmm. move heat around. Mm -hmm. So by using these refrigerants in their funny little quirky ways, we can then utilize that technology and do whatever we, we want. Once we have the heat captured, right. we put it wherever we want. And we capture more and more and more of it by having bigger and bigger, bigger coils. I see. Interesting. So if you have like, let's just say you've got a, a, a new home or whatever that's got a furnace and a traditional furnace AC unit. What, what, like, what's your recommendation to a consumer? Okay. If, if you, let's just say you do have a standard forced air furnace and an AC and you're yep. looking at going at, uh, a lot more uh, green, so to speak, a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one is the cost of these systems. Mm -hmm. Personally, I, I do believe in financing projects. Yep. I, I believe there's a tremendous value to that by being able to get you the best system that you can. You might not have, you know, 10 grand or five grand or 25 grand shoved down your pocket at the time, but if that's what the system costs, it's what it costs. Get the best system you can. And if you do want to go with a heat pump system, uh, again, spend the money to get the cold climate ones that are designed to work up here in yep. Canada. And then with regards to your subsidiary heat, 
again, depending on which way you want to go, you can go electric heater kits. Yep. Or if you want a little ambiance to it, natural gas fireplaces or propane fireplaces or electric fireplaces right. are great ways to add some some good looks to a job as well as making them tremendously efficient. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up financing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's yeah. it's true. I mean, there's no there's no other way about it that, you know, nothing that we do in this industry is free. Yeah. At the end of the day, when you bring financing into the conversation from a contractor's point of view, it levels the playing field as far as the quality of the equipment goes. That right. should no longer be a concern. Right. It's just... Where do you want your monthly payments to be? Yeah. Okay. And that's the that's the best product I can get. Yes, then that's the one that I want. Because if you don't get that ROI, that return on investment, mm -hmm. well, then what's the point of doing the exercise in the first place? Yeah, yeah. So now it's like you don't have to compromise on the quality of the unit that you're going to put in because you can just make it more affordable by, by offering monthly payments. Not only that, but on the contractor's point of view, like let's just say that there is a project that, you know, they liked what they saw, they want the best, they're going to go into the financing avenue of it. You can then take that project and be like, okay, what else would you like to do? Right. You know, maybe they are changing out their furnaces, ACs, and they're doing a couple of other things around the home. And they're also uh, a couple that's maybe in their mid to late 60s. Maybe they're tired of shoveling their driveway. Yeah. They can then use that financing opportunity to go in and do a snow melt for, right. for the home as well. And just, again, you're adding a couple dollars a month to the to the project, uh, to the investment. But man, the, the payoffs can be massive not mm -hmm. to mention doing anything like that dramatically increases the value of your home mm -hmm. like the, again the, the return on the investment is 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 there right just have those conversations right yeah then you've got like a, a really happy consumer as well right 100%. like so your customers now like wow not only did i get you know an amazing heat pump system but I was able to afford the snowmelt as well, yep. which is like, you know, such a lifesaver up here. Absolutely. Cool. I love that. So if somebody's replacing their their furnace, you know, typically we would recommend you replace your, your AC unit at the same time, right? Do you think now is the time? Would, would you say to people like, hey, if, you, if you're in the market for a furnace, you should actually be in the market for uh, a heat pump? If you are in the market for a furnace right now, now yep. is a... Great time to get into heat pumps. Yeah. Couple reasons. Yeah. Um, we do have the government grants available. The mm -hmm. Greener Homes Grant. Mm -hmm. uh, you go online, check that out. Up to five thousand dollars in rebate for changing that out, which is huge. Five thousand dollars is no small chunk of yeah. dough. Like that's yeah. a tremendous amount of money. And the quality of the heat pumps that are you know now in the field, they finally now really hit a level that is like okay, now we're on par. Right. I think that the study came out. Um, there was an article published about uh, natural gas versus heat pump tech. And it is now cheaper to heat your homes with, with a heat pump oh, than wow. it is for a natural gas furnace. Right. And I'm a gas guy. I spent 21 years in the industry selling <laughs> yeah, gas products. Yeah. I had a little cry. Yeah. And then I laid down and right. I was like, okay, well, this is it. Well, on to the next one. Here right. we go. This is this is the future for us. It's going to be electric heat and heat pumps are the only way to multiply yeah. the amount of energy that you're putting into your system. Are your contractors, the guys that you're talking to, are they, do they have the same sort of sentiment? Are they also saying the same thing to their customers? Uh, and if not, what's kind of been the pushback? Because, you know, we're, we're used to doing the, the retrofit furnace for furnace, water heater, water heater. But if we're talking about a whole new technology, we're talking about new skills that maybe we don't necessarily have. Are you getting pushback from contractors or are they, or are they all, embracing, all on it. embracing it? And what's your take on that? Yeah, well, that's a, I'm really glad you asked that one. Because if there is one thing that I could say to contractors that, yes, become more involved in heat pumps. There is a few. There, there's a select few that are, you know, really getting getting aboard because they want to be one of those first in lines for when the homeowners do get this information that heat pumps have become more cost-effective and more efficient. Um, I tell you, the main reason we're getting the pushback that, you know, contractors still like to stay with the natural gas forest air furnace is because it's what they've known for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. So they, you know, have a lot of hesitancy towards that. 
And when they were coming up, you keep in mind, heat pumps were good to, man, five degrees Celsius. Mm. Now we're good to minus 40, mm -hmm. minus 40 Celsius. Right. We've, we've increased efficiency, 45 degrees Celsius mm -hmm. swing. Wow. Yeah. So they they have a hard time kind of wrapping their head on that because I did. I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time, you know, figuring that method in my head. Um, but if I could promote them to, for, for anything, it's just try it, read the specs, read the manual and give it a try. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to try these systems out. There's all sorts of ways that you can, you know, fill these gaps anyway. In fact, you you still need to fill a gap regardless um, for those, you know, minus uh, 45 or super cold days that we have in January, February. So there's no reason not to at least give it a try and see that there is such massive benefits to it. There's a little hesitancy with regards to they're a little afraid of it. And again, you know, I go back to it's just an AC. It, it It's, you know, like... Um, uh, as I mentioned, we all have one in our homes. And when I first time I saw a VRF system on the commercial side, I was really afraid of that until I realized, oh, these are just a whole bunch of ACs mm -hmm. strung together. So there's hesitancy because they don't know. That's again, you know, where I kind of come in with that training and lead hand on making sure they get their job size correct and everything like that. If they have someone to hold their hand, like a manufacturer's rep agency to be like, everything's going to be okay because I got mm -hmm. you on this and your finance partners got you on this and we're all going to work together to make sure this works for everybody. It takes a lot of that reservations off the table. So getting them to try it is complicated, but it all starts with that conversation that we're having here in this room mm -hmm. and that hopefully, you know, a couple of contractors here and even better would be a couple of homeowners to hear just to ask that question. Right, right. So contractors should take away that um, heat pumps are the future. We should be pushing them now. They're, they're cost effective now on the whole. We should be more comfortable with the technology. We should yeah. be more comfortable yeah. with, with talking about it, selling it, uh, installing it. Do they need different technical training? Do they That's need the thing. You, you, you really don't. Okay, there, there's two different sides. There's your forced air heat pumps, which are heating your home. Those ones require no special training really whatsoever other than trying to understand exactly how that reversing valve in a heat pump works. That's the thing that turns the direction of refrigerant around. On the water heater heat pump side of things, there is nothing to be done hmm. whatsoever. You quite literally, you take that heat pump home, you plug it in, and you have a heat pump water heater. That's that's it. So if we, we we have a whole lot of barriers to break down, especially the, the cost of electricity, how efficient heat pumps are, how they work, and I get that. But if if, if people want to try them, now is the best time to try them. Mm -hmm. I 100% guarantee that because, I mean, the technology that's out there right now is really advanced, um, and but it's still kind of new. Mm -hmm. Right. So consumers, they don't know they want them, they should. And if if cost is is an issue... You know, you're going to generate uh, cost savings from the efficiency. You've also got the option to finance all of these things, right? And so from a dealer perspective, this is, you know, your average ticket sizes go up. You know, your consumers are doing something that's good for the environment. This is also the mm -hmm. next big thing. At the end of the day, you're going to be saving money on the whole when you think about the efficiency. And if you need financing, you've got it available to you. Yeah, yeah. That, that all yeah. sound right? Yeah, absolutely. Should we get into electrification? Maybe you can tell us a little bit yeah. about what that means. So the electrification side of things is, as I you know alluded to a moment mm -hmm. ago, about you know natural gas going away in mm -hmm. residential applications. So trying to find alternates for us to get there with electric-based sourced heat. Yep. Now a couple of things to note here: natural gas maxes out its efficiency at about ninety-eight percent, ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent. As far right. as I'm concerned. It's more like 95. And if you really want to get into the specifics of it here, which we're not going to do today for time <laughs> reasons, it's actually what 89. Okay. Um, but 
with electric, you're always going to get that 99.95. Right. That 0.05 is actually lost from the power going from the panel to the heater, a little bit of heat loss in those wires, but that's right. it. Wow. Other than that, every dollar you spend goes into that electric source heat. So by even picking up those few extra percentage points, we get a more efficient piece. Hmm. Not to mention we have, you know, no greenhouse gas, no flue gas. Um, as far as I'm concerned, installations are a lot simpler because you don't have to bring gas to them. You don't have to vent them. If they do break or if they need maintenance, maintenance on them is extremely simple. We're just talking about little electric elements. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to them. If they if they break, you know, you go ahead and change them. So by moving into this electrification, it's strictly just using the electric grid as our base to heat all of our homes, heat and cool, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. Now, the... Problems that we have, of course, you know, and there's going to be someone out there right now listening to me like, we don't have the infrastructure for that. You're 100% correct. We don't. But man, if we don't give them a reason to give us that infrastructure, mm -hmm. then we're never going to get it. And we're going to be, you know, sending greenhouse gases up there for the rest of our lives. Right. Right. Interesting. Meaning that like the grid today can't support, wouldn't support that full demand? I'm, I'm not... I'm yeah. not an expert, did, but let me, yeah, let me yeah, make something yeah, clear here. Yeah. Um, whether with regards to the grid can handle it, I'm not certain, but I know that we don't generate enough power to send all that juice out into the field. Government mandates have, you know, required our efficiencies and our electrical products, especially the big consumers, to be increased. The main electrical uh, consumer inside your house is your um, AC, if not your water heater. If you have an electric water heater, then it becomes that one by a yep. large margin. Mm -hmm. So by you know, giving us a way to create more energy out of nothing, which mm -hmm. that's what refrigerants do with, mm -hmm. with heat pump technology. Using heat pumps, we can take that $1 worth of electricity and turn it into $3.50 worth of energy. Right. So that's really where that, that like, we don't really mm. need to tax the grid as much as we just need to be real smart with our equipment. Right. That, that's really where it comes down to. So yeah. one, one thing I just want to make note of yeah. here is that uh, with regards to heat pumps and electrification, um, there's going to be a lot of reservations to make sure that they get the thing sized right, get yeah. it sized correctly. Mm -hmm. The contractor undersizes a furnace or undersizes a water heater. The homeowner's not going to get enough hot water. As an agency, Equipco has something called Equipco Design Services. Oh, cool. And we are able to take that liability off the contractor, do all that legwork for them, size the water heater, size their heat source, so that we now own the heating side of the things, make sure we say it's going to be sized right. You go ahead and install this. We carry this with $2 million liability uh, insurance. Everything goes wrong. We can go ahead and change things out. Cool. Now, you give us the right information. You're going to get the right information back. And so we are just, we want to make sure that those contractors know that, again, they're, they're never alone and nor should they feel that way. If they are feeling that way, they should be calling us to be like, how can you help? Because we have hundreds of different answers for how we can help that's a really cool uh, uh service is it uh if i'm a contractor and i'm interested in it am i going to you am i going through my distributor am i going through my oem what's the point of contact where do i go how do i know where, yeah so the way that we've it? done equipment design services is, is basically we want just want to be a catch-all for now so you can come to me directly you could go through your wholesale directly you could go to your manufacturer and talk to us it all depends on which exactly is the easiest course of action for you Sometimes it's the homeowner that wants to get it done that doesn't have any access to wholesale distribution. Um, sometimes it's the wholesaler that wants to get it done for one of their good contractors. So we will entertain each and every single call as it kind of comes in right now. Um, it is a fee-based service, of course, but at the end of the day, you know, we know that we're providing a good service and service that someone needs because these are new techs. People are afraid of them. They want to sure they get it right. So we're trying to take all that, uh, all that liability and all that onus off the contractors being like, look, we... We got this from here. Mm -hmm. You you turn the wrenches, we do the math. Yeah. It's a great value add. And you're talking about average ticket price, right? You can definitely roll that into your, your to your cost of your 
system to your end consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, getting a heat loss on a on a residential home, you're not, you're not talking thousands of dollars. It's, it's a couple hundred bucks. And you know, I've been in the industry long enough, and Max, you have too. We both know that there's some contractors out there that oversize equipment a lot because of that fear that they want to make sure that the homeowner never runs out of hot water and is never cold. The homeowner, it's also pushed by the homeowner. The homeowner, I can't tell you how many times the homeowner is like, no, no, I know I have a two-ton air conditioner, but it gets kind of hot. Uh, I need a three-ton, you know, like increasing the size of the air conditioner. It doesn't help. <laughs> it's not necessarily going to help you with your with your comfort of your home. It's, it might actually... Yeah, but actually hinder it. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So, yeah. and and, and yeah, you're 100 correct. And if that information is something that we need to be addressed with the homeowner, there's a reason it yeah. can't. So, more information out there, the better, as far as I'm concerned. And we're just here to make sure that information gets across. And if we can help at all with the getting the right product as well, well, that makes us all win, as far as I'm concerned. So, how does a contractor reach you? Yeah, so they can reach us. Um, usually through wholesale partners is where the majority of folks uh, are going to be finding yep, us. Yep. Um, or they'll, they'll find us online at equipcoltd.com. Look, we're not going to lie. We're not uh, um, screaming Equipco Design Services from the rooftop just yet. We're, yeah. just, a, we're just a small team. Sure. Um, but we're a, we're a quick team. We're a fast team. We get things done correctly. Uh, and we're just uh, going to make sure that we take on as much clients as we can, as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. But we also, we're not going to sacrifice the quality of our work. Awesome. With I all of our that. listeners, this might blow up that. That service. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Good. I've already gotten three phone calls, and this hasn't even aired yet. <laughs> and also, you're a social media following, so you guys are pretty active there. That's that's true. I am. Uh, I, I am in, Insta famous. Yeah. <laughs> we use uh, LinkedIn and Instagram uh, quite a bit. Look, here here's the thing. We understand that the sales reps of ten years ago they used to do what's called the milk run. You know, they go around and see the same customers. You know, every every so often, every few weeks. We don't have the luxury anymore. Yeah. There, there's there's contractors everywhere, and social media has been a great way uh, for us to spread the message about our, our products, our services, and Equipco in general. Awesome. Matthew, thank you so, so much for doing this today. We really appreciate it. This has been a ton of fun. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Folks, we've launched our very first industry-specific marketing insights report. It is jam-packed with digital landscape information. If you've got any questions or concerns, if you haven't received it yet, if you want to receive it, send me a message at jwatson at snapfinancial.com. It's going to really help you understand what's happening in the digital landscape across multiple verticals. So if you haven't gotten it and you're interested, just shoot me a note and I'll send it over to you. If you have any questions, feedback about today's episode or suggestions for future topics that you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate to get in touch. If you have any marketing questions, sales questions, you know, anything related to any of the products that we offer, same thing, get in touch with me. Be happy to chat with you at your convenience. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Really appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, folks, we'll talk to you uh, next time. Cheers, everybody. 